It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. It's episode number four of the Penn Live Wrestling Podcast. I'm Dustin Hockensmith, joined by Hunter Wallace from Keystone Caliber. We're still talking preseason District 3 wrestling, some breakout picks. We did double A earlier this week. Now we're moving on to triple A, just names to watch who can jump higher than they were last season, who can get on the radar from off the radar. Looking at a few veterans here, and then we'll also touch on um, some freshmen to watch in the District 3 triple uh, a ranks honey you ready to do this i am yep all right we did double a if you haven't caught that uh you can subscribe download the pen live wrestling podcast on apple spotify and iHeartRadio. radio we're everywhere you need to be uh, all season long uh, hunter wallace will be joining us dave hecker will also be joining us to help break down what's going on in wrestling in central pennsylvania so stay tuned be sure to subscribe and download let's look at the the, tr- the breakout guys in triple a here and um uh, I want to start with a couple brothers. We have two sets of brothers on, on your list. Um, yep. First one's uh, Nico and Marco Tassi from Warwick. And I, I hold both of these guys up as the epitome of that slow grind of improvement in wrestling. The kids who weren't, you know, state or nationally ranked when they were in seventh grade or eighth grade or even ninth grade, but who have only continued to get better and better. And clearly if we're including, we're including them on your list here, Hunter, we are expecting that to go on. Uh, Nico uh, was a J was a JV kid as a freshman, eight and 13 as a sophomore. He goes to 20 and five as a junior looks pretty well set up to make his best postseason run yet. He's also committed to wrestle at air force at the next level. Marco is a junior. Now Nico's a senior. Uh, Marco went 17 and seven as a sophomore. He uh, wrestled junior high as a freshman. And now what you've got is a kid who was a all American and Greco Roman and Fargo. And again, with a shot to kind of take that momentum and build on it in the junior season ahead, you've got Marco ranked number one at one Oh six in district three, and you've got Nico number one at one thirteen. So I think the secret is out with them. You just got a couple of kind of late bloomers who have stuck to it and are starting to see the fruits of their labor. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I could say a lot about Nico and Marco. I mean, I, um, I coach, I coach at law. So I was able to see their progress throughout this summer, but, you know, just to touch on uh, both of them individually, Marco, it's crazy to think about three years ago, he was getting ready to play basketball. That's a junior high level. Like he was on the basketball court and today he's, you know, my number one ranked wrestler in the district. He was Fargo all American. Um, I mean, it's, it's crazy how much he improved in three years. And then in, in Nico, Two years ago, uh, we were at the Governor Mifflin JV tournament with Northern Lebanon, and he 
he didn't win a match. He was 0-3 at Governor Mifflin JV tournament. And here he is committed division one, number one ranked wrestler, top 10 in the state and my AAA state rankings. Um, you know, you don't hear about that ever, especially in the state of Pennsylvania, kids that come out um, and make that kind of improvement. So that really speaks volumes on their work ethic. Um, like they, they're grinders, man. They're such good kids. I mean, they deserve all the success that's coming towards them. And I think you, you bring up a good point because right around this time of year, maybe a little bit earlier is where you see some high school coaches saying, Hey, did you get cut from your sport? Did you get cut from swimming or basketball? Everybody makes a team in wrestling. And if you make a certain level of commitment, you can not only learn the sport, you can get better. And then who knows what can happen from there. I think there are some other success stories as well, but you know, for a kid to go from basketball to where he's at now and where it looks like he's going to continue heading. I mean, a lot of credit. It's like these two are examples of if you're a wrestling coach, what you're telling kids, you can hold up examples that say, Hey, just because you're not great now, if you just kind of keep battling at it, keep focusing on the little things, don't worry about the results just yet. The results will come as long as you kind of put in the right kind of work. Well, Nico and Marco Tassi are putting in the right kind of work, clearly. Absolutely are. Uh, another set of brothers from Waynesboro, Bodie and Caden Rousey. These guys have been around for a while. They're seniors. Uh, Bodie was a sectional champ in 2019. He was 16 and seven last year. Caden qualified for districts a couple years ago. He's 56 and 35 in his career. Um, they have been around for a long time. I know Dave Swink thinks very, very highly of them, not just their potential, but the kind of kids that they are in his wrestling room, the tone that they set uh, for his team and also what his expectations are. And he really has um, realistic hopes that, Bodie and or Caden can make that run and kind of put it all together as seniors and take that potential and turn it into a run to the state tournament. What makes this the year for both of them in your viewpoint to kind of do that? Um, so, you know, I've, I've been blessed to be able to coach a lot this off season. I've been in a lot of tournaments and stuff, and I was able to have Caden uh, and Bodie wrestle for me and uh, Joe Wilson from Carlisle. We coached the, AAU team down at Disney Duels in Florida and they were both on that team and you know I I only had known that they each qualified for regionals two separate times at different years um you know a lot of kids qualify for regionals so it never really caught my eye completely um until I saw them wrestle man like they and they look they looked very very polished this uh this offseason every match that I saw them wrestle and the one thing that stands out with them um is just the, their mentality they don't they don't care about winning or losing especially in the off season they just they go after it and you know one thing that just a little story they their dad Mike uh, helps coach at Waynesboro and he was down there with us and uh, they would go up to him and me and Joe before every match and they would high five and they just go maximum effort like that's all they care about maximum effort um, 100% all the time and I think that that mentality is rare to come by uh, especially in such a competitive sport. So for kids as talented as them and as polished as them now, uh, to have that mentality, I think their jump this year is going to be a big one. Yeah, and I think it's it's right where you want their head to be on because it's 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 what you can control. You know, I think they're they're probably pretty good cases of of things that are maybe beyond their control, or maybe in the postseason 
getting the wrong matchup at the wrong time or not being able to get over the hump and win the right match when, when you need to win the right match or whatever, that you can kind of see the, the, the potential there. And, you know, what else do you have except the, your own effort and your own preparation? And they're taking care of business on that end of things. You kind of hope that kids who have been sort of doing it the right way and wrestling the right way can realize some of their, their goals um, in the season ahead. One more year left for both of them. Um, Jarrett Wilson, you mentioned Joe Wilson, Jarrett Wilson from Colorado is a senior. Um, he's Joe Wilson's little brother. So you have a, a father brother, um, coaching wrestler dynamic there. I would also say about Jared and what he's doing now. And, 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 uh, he's, he's going to go to West Virginia next year. I fully expect him in two to three years to be the kingpin of central Pennsylvania wrestling media in whatever way he wants. He is, uh, he's kind of getting after it and he wants to get better in that area. And I think, um, you know, wrestling, what, you know, for him and that and for everybody, but like wrestling can kind of help bring those things into focus and help you get better in, in life too. So I'm, I'm expecting to be begging Jarrett Wilson for a job in, in a few years when he's done with college and, <laughs> and coming back to here, here, but he is, um, you know, as a senior now, part of a sort of a new group of leadership, every, every wrestling team, each team, each year, um, the lead, the, the idea of wrestler leadership and guys on the team taking command, it, it shifts a little bit every year. It's got a little different personality, a little different character to the team. He's now kind of part of that fiber of leadership and expecting him either at 152 or 160 he wrestled last year at 145. Um, what makes him a breakout guy at this stage of the game? Obviously, you know, his length is, uh, is insane at, at those weights. He is usually just draped all over kids from the top position. So you kind of see that, but what have you seen from the off season to, to really think that he can graduate to that next level? You know, Jared, Jared is such a, such a hard worker, man. Like he, he takes everything that he does uh, seriously and he does it to the best of his ability. So, I mean, when that translates in wrestling, you know, his improvements over since eighth grade have, have shown. Um, but just this, this season, this past season, this past off season, there's something I've noticed, you know, he's, he seems more confident. He seems stronger. Um, like you said, that his, his length and his reach uh, for a 152 pounder is, you know, you don't come by it much. Um, you know, he's very good on top. Um, he's dangerous from his feet. He's, he's, he's got all kinds of the, all kinds of stuff to make him take him to the next level. Um, and aside of wrestling, he is just a, he's an outstanding kid. He's an outstanding student. Um, you know, and, and that, that will take him also to new heights. I mean, people don't really look at that. People just kind of look at the talent and wrestling, but when you're getting it done in and out of the wrestling room in the classroom, I mean, that, that helps. I mean, and that, and, and it goes to show, I mean, his confidence just, shot through the roof, I think, this past year. And I really expect to see him make the jump. And he he definitely deserves it. We talked in the double A um, breakouts with a few guys who had gone through some injury issues and and that kind of held them back from, you know, from really arriving on the bigger stage, um, you know, when they probably should have. 
Uh, seems like Jamal Lewis from York Suburban is another guy on your list here. Uh, he's 44 and 12 in his career. He's had some availability issues, presumably from injuries, kept him out of the 2020 postseason. You know, you cut down on the mat time throughout the year too, when you got, when you're in and out of the lineup. So it can really stunt your growth, but he's a, a senior who's gotten good results. His only loss last season was in the sectional tournament to Nathan Ridsley from Gettysburg, which with well, the way that format went, um, that was enough to keep him out of the district tournament too. You know, he's one of those guys where that format might've impacted him as much as anybody else, because he was legitimately good enough to wrestle in the district tournament and maybe even to make a little bit of noise there. He just didn't get that shot. Absolutely. I agree 100%, which is why I have him on here. And, you know, like I said, with last year, with it being such a weird year, you know, especially in AAA, only having two guys out of each section make that tournament uh, is crazy. Cause like the, our, our district three, I think in AAA is loaded. So to, to have only two guys make it, um, I mean, like I said, weird year, can't do anything about it, but Jamal, Jamal Lewis is, as far as his wrestling, he's very powerful. He's very fast. He's just an athlete. And um, at, at the upper weights, 189, 215, you know, wherever he ends up um, that, that is that takes you to uh, a new level if you're just an athlete in general but if you watch him he's 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 a polished wrestler you know he's got a nice double uh he's tough on top um he's very quick off the bottom and um i just like you said 12 and 1 last year only lost to ridgely from gettysburg who technically was a state qualifier um so yeah i i and I don't even expect it to be a jump as far as his talent. I think his talent's already there. But as far as people not expecting him just because he hasn't been at the district tournament, um, I think it, he's just going to shock a lot of people here. Yeah, same thing. Off the radar, but not because of potential ability, just uh, availability, I think, in, exactly. in some of these cases. Uh, one more name, and then we'll get in, we'll pivot to the freshman. <clears throat> uh, Aiden Height, sophomore from Chambersburg. Um, part of an interesting group there. And I think Matt Menser, Matt Menser, for whatever reason, kind of welcomes in these big, talented freshmen. And he does a really, really good job of helping to bring them along. And in Aiden Heights case, now as a sophomore, he wrestled a lot of tough matches. He wasn't held back. He didn't shy away from and Menser's not really one to, to keep him away from some of that top competition. But he took his lumps. He was a little better than 500. But he and Zach Evans now are kind of anchors of those upper weights where you know when you got a one-two punch like that up there it is really really hard to build a lineup and, and be able to match up with that for other teams so they he's kind of got a trump card in his back pocket with them in the upper weights uh but Aiden Height I mean it, it looks like a kid who's now just a sophomore he wrestled out in Fargo I mean he um can be positioned to make a big step forward because he did wrestle a bunch of really good kids last year. He did get a feel for wrestling in those upper weights. It's a tough thing to do as a freshman, but it can also fuel your jump forward, which clearly you expect uh, now going into this year. Absolutely. And, you know, I keep saying that uh, last year was a weird year. Um, and Aiden was a freshman, uh, 11 and 10. Um, at, a, at a very tough sectional tournament, uh, very tough schedule Chambersburg wrestled last year for, for how small of a season it was. Um, but uh, I keep talking about the off season, which again, I think is the most important thing for wrestlers taking that jump. So, you know, Aiden was at the NHSCA individuals uh, placed, I believe he was in the semis. Um, he was a Fargo qualifier competing at that level. Um, 
you know, and then he was at all those other tournaments making noise, winning all kinds of matches and as a, as a sophomore. And again, he's, he's an athlete. Um, he's, he's powerful. He's quick. And to comment that at 189, 215, like I said, it's, it's, it's rare. And that'll, that'll help you get to the next level. So I do expect him to have a big year after making, making a name for himself at some of these big name tournaments. And uh, Zach Evans, you know, talking about drill partners, there's a kid who was a Fargo All-American. He could just as easily be on this list as, as a junior um, in those upper weights. Uh, let's look at a, f- at a few of these freshmen that, that you mentioned. And, and speaking of Carlisle, Mitchell Adams, another, um, another big freshman um, looking at 172. Uh, that he arrives at a good time for, for what they're losing there and can kind of make a difference and, and fill in. And clearly to, to finish um, seventh at the state level in junior high, he's somebody who can make an immediate difference in that lineup. I completely agree. You know, as a freshman coming in at 172, you know, maybe, maybe people aren't expecting as big of a jump from, from him as most people would. Um, Mitchell is, you know, he's a very polished wrestler. He's dangerous. Um, I think he's ahead of his time right now. I think, you know, he seems a little bit older, more mature than a freshman. Um, so I think that will also help him. He's strong, he's quick. Um, and I think he has the mentality he can beat anybody, which, you know, for a freshman to have that at the upper weights, that's extremely rare. Um, so I'm very excited to watch him this year and see what he can do in that Carlisle lineup. That's going to be very solid. Uh, another couple here, um, Jacob Mitchell from Cumberland Valley. He was also a, a junior high state placer. Looking at him at, I believe, around 126 pounds, that's what Billy Chamberlain said. But he's um, he's a kid, you know, a lot is changing around Cumberland Valley. Dave Heckard, who's on the Penn Live Wrestling Podcast with, with us now and um, stepped away after 17 seasons. Billy Chamberlain comes in from Mannheim Central. There are some young faces there, but are a bunch of kids in that freshman, sophomore range uh, who he'll be counting on to not only make a difference this year, but to keep growing together. And it's a group that you can kind of see them reach next levels together. And I think Jacob Mitchell clearly will be a big part of that. I agree 100%. And uh, Cumberland Valley, I think, is, is blessed this year. I mean, they got, they got some studs in those lightweights. Like, I, I'm not even 100% sure that um, Coach Chamberlain knows who's going to be the starters yet at the first couple of those weights. I mean, they got the Montez brothers, Connor Killian, and some freshmen, um, very good freshmen. Um, Alex Tennis is coming back, who made a splash last year. He had some wins over some quality opponents. Um, so, so yeah, to have Jake also coming in as a freshman in that lineup, I think is, is huge. You know, he was a, he was a junior high state place winner. Um, I think, you know, like I said, he's, he's very talented. Um, I feel like I'm repeating myself on a lot of these guys, but I mean, when the talent's there, the talent's there, he's very fast. He's very strong for a lightweight. Um, I think he, I think he could do some damage in that weight class this year, even though that is, I think one of the toughest weight classes. Um, you know, you got Schindeldecker in there from Chambersburg. Uh, Camden Williams is there. Um, so, I mean, it's a tough, it's a tough weight class, but uh, I think, I think Mitchell, you'll be hearing his name a lot this year. And uh, yeah, I think um, just having these young guys in place, that Commonwealth division is, um, you know, kind of, it's kind of wide open. I, I don't, I don't look at any of those teams as unbeatable. Um, you, you see Chambersburg has their strength. State College is one worth watching. Um, Central Dolphin is replacing a lot. Uh, Cumberland Valley is going through some changes, but they've got some really nice young talent. That'll be a fun year in that division. 
one other name that I wanted to just touch on quick to another state placer, Landon Blouch from, from Palmyra. Um, what, what do you, what do you, um, what do you make of him and, and what are you looking for out of him for, for a program that, you know, they can, they can use a jolt of, of good young talent there. So yeah, Landon, Landon, I actually caught late. He wasn't in my uh, first set of uh, district three AAA rankings. Uh, I actually thought he was in seventh grade. So that was a mistake on my part, but he was actually in Mitchell Adams at Carlisle. He was in his weight class last year at the Keystone junior high championships. And he took fourth there. I don't think they actually hit and wrestled, but, I believe Mitchell took seventh and Landon took fourth. So, I mean, he's, he's on that level. He's placing high at those tournaments, um, you know, strong and fast again, as a, as a freshman, uh, 172 pounder. Um, he's, he's, he's good. He's good at little things, you know, um, it looks like he's very polished, very detailed in some of the things that he does uh, in the matches that I watch. So I think that's rare to come by. Uh, Palmyra, I, I think they have a big roster this year. Um, I think, I think they're going to definitely, you're going to hear more about them over the next couple of years. And Landon, I think is going to be a huge part of that also. And if, if you're going to be wrestling in a sea of seniors, you better be strong and fast, as you mentioned, but you better be ready from on the mental side of things to really believe you can do it. One of those big, those big mental issues is as, as a freshman competing against older guys, believing that you belong on the same mat. And it seems like both, with both Landon and Mitchell, that doesn't seem like a problem for them. They feel like they belong there and that's half the battle. No, I completely agree. Like I, I said about Mitchell and I I've got to seen a little more with Mitchell rather than Landon, because I've gotten to, to coach Mitchell some this off season and be around Carlisle a little bit more. Um, but, but there too, definitely you can, you can see it on their faces before they walk on the mat. Like they expect to win no matter who, who gets put out against them. So there you go. That's Hunter Wallace from Keystone caliber, making his now weekly appearances here on the Penn live wrestling podcast. You can check us out all season long. You can subscribe and download. And I would ask that you please do wherever you get podcasts, Apple, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. So wherever, where um, you can download podcasts, check us out all season. We'll have plenty more with Hunter, with Dave Heckard, some wrestlers, some coaches, so check us out. This was episode number four of many, and uh, and we're looking forward to the season starting. We'll be moving on next week with Hunter, looking at the, the season ahead and, and maybe taking a look uh, a little bit more at the District 3 landscape in both AA and AAA. So be sure to join us um, when we get around to that next time. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on the Penn Live Wrestling Podcast.